0: Hey, Senda.
1: Hey, Phil.
0: You want to talk about organizing events?
1: Organizing again? Yes, 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 yes.
0: Welcome to another episode of Pandas Talking
1: Games. I'm one of your hosts, Phil. And I am your other host, Senda. For tonight's topic, Zero Rules actually asked us, like, a long time ago, and then we, like, went off on a couple other things, but he actually asked us, have you two discussed organizing slash cat herding for games yet? Just trying to put together a one-day game day is exhausting. Yeah, so Phil, we're we gonna actually talk about this question this time. Yeah, we're
0: gonna do this one. Not not about right. how to organize like, game books. This is
1: Right. right. You've tantalized him like twice now. <laughs> I thought the other show was
0: good on organizing game stuff. I was so excited was when great. I imagined what the actual when I imagined what his fictitious question was. I got all excited about that other one. but this one's good too.
1: <laughs> so Phil, you organize groups of people all the time because you manage projects. Uh, So what do we need to understand about event planning that could be useful in this sort of situation?
0: Yeah. So event planning is actually pretty complex. Uh, But for tonight, we're going to kind of take the the poor person's approach to it and look at some tips for helping get an event planned. So when we're talking about an event and we're going to do what we like to do here, which is define some stuff. When we're looking at an event, we're really talking about four things, right? We're talking about an activity, like what are we going to be doing? So that could mm-hmm. be our game day um, mm-hmm. or we're demoing a, a, you know, a game or it's a new campaign. There's a location where the event's going to be held. It's going to could be at somebody's house, could be at a local game store, could be at a restaurant, uh, date and time. So uh, when people should show up for this event, right? Mm-hmm. It could be day or evening, could be weekday, could be a weeknight. Uh, and then attendees. Who do we want to show up to this event? It could be a very select list of people like that we handpicked could be open to the public. It could be open to a group of people, etc. So for the sake of tonight's talk, we're going to focus on attendees, but there's a lot to be said about location, time and activity. And, and the reason we're going to, we're going to hone in on, on attendees is because the original question t- referred to cat herding, which is a reference to the frustration of trying to get a group of people to go in one direction. And that's actually where we're going to focus our efforts tonight. You've experienced this if you've ever worked in an office and you've decided to go to lunch with more than three people. (laughs) Like, this is cat herding, right? Like, everybody wants to go somewhere else for lunch. No one wants to make a decision because they don't want to be the person who makes a decision. I actually Mm -hmm. take the approach. I'm always like, let's go to McDonald's because Mm -hmm. no one wants to go to McDonald's. But as soon as I say that, everyone has something to object to.
1: Right. So then they all group around something else. Right.
0: Well they all like focus then because it's like, oh, I don't know, I'll go anywhere. No, I'm flexible. It's fine. And then I'm like, let's go to McDonald's. Or let's go to like, Arby's.
1: No. Right. And then everybody's like,
0: No, I don't want to do that. Oh, okay, well then we do want to actually go somewhere specific. Oh, good, let's <laughs> remove right.
1: go it. So yeah. yeah. So let's talk about it. So Figure when it in it d-
0: when in doubt, you when in doubt you want to go to McDonald's for for lunch and you want to put anchovies on your pizza. <laughs>
1: That forces people to decide exactly
0: that you want to get people who are like, No, I'll eat anything on a pizza. Oh, good, we'll get anchovies. Well, I mean, I won't eat anchovies on a pizza. (laughs) Oh, all right, maybe you want to be a little more selective and definitive there. Good, (laughs) anyway. Anyway, that's cat herding, and cat herding is that frustration where as we try, as we track down one person, two other people go off in another direction, and we have to loop back around and get them, and another one walks off. It's tiring. So that's what we're going to talk about is we're going to talk about a couple of approaches tonight about how to get people to an event. And we're going to take a look at two approaches. Uh, We could lead a group of people to an event um, or we can attract people to an event.
1: And the exciting thing is when we have two topics to discuss, we are going to initiate our magical transformation sequences and prepare to discuss them. Sparking star we will discuss leading people to an event. And Furious Fireball Phil will discuss attracting people to an event. Now, let's transform magical panda power make up! So, when we talk about leading people to an event, we're taking an active role in actually recruiting and getting people to show up your thing, which means that you should also listen to episode 18 on recruiting players to your games because the same principles apply. You want to do the same things. You want to be welcoming and you want to like reach out to people and you want to explain. And it's very like a direct invitation to individuals. So this is the kind of inviting that you would use when you're doing something like a private game or gaming event. It doesn't scale super well because you have to have individual contact with each of these people because you need to take action with each of these people you have to actually like figure out who am i inviting and you then have to reach out to them and say hey i'm gonna run this awesome game like unicorn riders and so who's interested in playing unicorn riders and ken because that was an awesome i can't stop talking about this game that I played this last weekend. But anyway, so you have to determine who's actually interested in showing up um, to play your game. And then you um, you have to kind of get a solid head count. So you need like an RSVP so that you know who's actually going to show up. You need to make sure that people remember because you're probably counting on a certain number of people coming. And then you need to actually do the event. So in this particular model, you're going to pursue each of the people that you're trying to get individually. And you're going to say, you know, hey, I'm doing XYZ, running this awesome game, like I'm running this Rises game, and I'm going to do it on Saturday at noon. Can you come? Are you interested? And you're going to be getting that specific, like the specific individualized invitations with them. So because of that, you have complete control over who's attending because you made the list of people and you're personally inviting them. So you get to pick and choose, which is nice, especially if you're going to play a really intense game. And then you also have a better sense of who's actually going to show up because you should be able to get yeses and nos or at least maybe so that you know who's iffy before the actual event happens, So whether it's the game or whatever. So if you know that you only have three people instead of six people showing, you can adjust that game ahead of time, right? And it's not a really big deal. You have a much better idea but it also means that you can do multiple rounds of recruiting for your event so if your a-list can't all make it then you can be like okay well wendy can't make it so then i'm gonna move down the list and i'm gonna ask um somebody else i couldn't come up with anybody on the fly (laughs) but i could ask somebody else the cons are that it's a lot of work because you are individually contacting each person. So you need to reach out to each of those people and give them all of the information and you need to follow up with them to see if they're coming. If they say like, oh, yeah, let me check the date and then they don't ever respond. You have to remember that and go back to them and say, hey, so does that work for you? Are you interested? What's up? So um, so it's things like that specifically. And then that chasing people can be kind of frustrating. Or if people aren't expressing interest, then you go, but I really want to run this game and I have no people. It might be hard to fill out events if you have larger of larger things going on because you are chasing an individualized group of people and you have to have that individualized contact with each one of them to really lead them in. Hard to get big groups of people so it's hard you could have trouble filling out events and it's really only manageable for smaller events. So a couple of tips you can always invite more people than you think you need because people are going to say no times aren't going to work or um, you know, last minute dropouts are gonna happen because their car broke down, whatever it is, life is gonna get in the way. So invite more people than you think that you need because somebody's gonna say no. And then you want to create some kind of event or calendar invite so that people can keep track of the event. And I see this mostly in terms of gaming like where I am it's usually a Facebook event because it handles RSVPs and it's on your calendar and it reminds you. <laughs>
0: See, this is where I Whatever. like, this is where I like um, in Google Calendar when you schedule, like if you're doing a small private event, instead of doing it on Facebook, if I do it on Google Calendar, I can actually send a specific invite. And when you accept it, it'll automatically insert it into your calendar.
1: Yeah, and we could do that too. I, I mean, I spend my life doing calendar events for work. I don't know why I don't use the same calendar event system for my gaming, but apparently Facebook is the way that we do that. Okay, but you can.
0: you can you should
1: so also be understanding because even if people are into the idea of the event the timing may just be a mess and i was really lucky because unicorn riders i was like i can't do that weekend and the response i got was what weekend can you do and i told him and then he set something up for that weekend well and and that's
0: and and so that's the other thing as an organizer is that Uh, you may need to move your event if you can't get either enough people or your A-list people or whatever. Um, You may have to do the, okay, um, is this day good for these people? Are these, you know... Sometimes picking the date can be the real challenge when you're doing this kind of directed method. And I'm trying to remember that that really neat little thing that Sneezak uses. Doodle. Doodle, yes. Doodle will allow people to... Mm -hmm. um, in when they're free, uh, allowing you then to look at like what's the best for a group of people because that can actually yeah. be super so like, frustrating Like, you're
1: like, Yeah, you lay out a bunch of times, and then people are like, I can make that, I can't make that, I could make that, I can't make that. Yeah,
0: I'm gonna go back to my was, office model. Good. I'm gonna go back to my office model. This is like, again, trying to go out to lunch <laughs> with your coworkers, and you're like, All right, let's go out to lunch, and then people are like, Well, what time do you want to go out to lunch? Are you going out? Like, right. well, I have a
1: meeting from from 11 to noon
0: right so i gotta i I can only be gone at. i can leave at noon and then like somebody else is like well i got a meeting at one so like i gotta be back by
1: one. i gotta be back by one yep
0: (laughs) and then you know you gotta you know it's always a mess that's the um that's the super challenging part again and then just say like well that's fine we can all go to we can go through the drive-thru at mcdonald's yeah that's my (laughs) ultimate let's go to taco bell that's fast. It's the ultimate solution. <laughs> it's not a solution. It's like a cry for help. Okay. I know. Carry on.
1: Okay. So the, the other thing to think about is to have a backup plan or a threshold of people. So if you know that you need six people... Know what you're going to do if only four of those people show up, because you're not going to have spares wandering around like it's at a convention if you're doing a game day at your house. So if you don't have enough people, like, what what do you do? So you might have a backup game planned. So do you have another one shot that you can just pull out? Or is there a board game you guys want to play, like, since you got all the food and everything out anyway? Or do you cancel the event if not enough people show up or watch a movie, you know, have an idea of what happens What happens if you don't have enough people to play the game? So, Phil, if I can't drag enough people to my event, how else could I get them there? Although that's highly unlikely, right? Because it is me we're talking about. But, you know, just in case.
0: It's a hypothetical segue, not a real segue. (laughs) It's a hypothetical segue. Yes. Uh, yeah. So the other way that we want to talk about tonight is attracting people to an event. This is the uh, if you build it, they will come model. So in this model, we're going to create an event and we're going to let the world know about it and then see who shows up. Before I get into how we do it, what this is really good for is this is good for larger scale events. This is good for like a game day, a convention, a convention that kind of thing. Like this isn't the way you would do this for like a home game. Like you would do it the way you were talking about. Everybody come to my house. (laughs) (laughs) Right. You might run out of chips. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just saying. So the steps for this are similar, but a little different from the steps for a directed event. So you're going to create an event and then you're going to broadcast it, whether you broadcast on social media or at local gaming stores, but you need to get word out about your event. Then you're going to want to send out updates because your initial broadcast, you're going to want to have uh, some distance from the event, but then you need to kind of like back it up a few times to get it, one, to attract more people, and two, to kind of keep it fresh in people's heads. And then finally, you're going to hold your event. Now, the pros for this is it's less work because you're not chasing people down. Like you're just going to create this event and then you're going to broadcast it. It has the potential of reaching a larger number of people because you're gonna just like put it out publicly on social media, um, or you're gonna put like a flyer up at your local game store, uh, college, whatever. Uh, And this is a great way to do uh, community building. Like this is a great way to start community building and kind of keep it going. And so there are a couple of them, there are a couple of these events that go on um, regularly in in, in my town, which include the Day of Fate, which is a monthly meeting of people who are interested in playing Fate. And Savage Sundays. And both of those are set up with this model that it's open to whoever shows up. And you just have to know when the event is. Uh, And both of them are um, in our area. Both of those are available. Like you can find out about them just by going out on Facebook and looking. Okay. Here's the cons for this. Because you're not directly chasing people, you have far less control about who's showing up to this. You really have almost no control about who's showing up. You're just putting the word out there. Your first couple of events using this, especially if you're doing like a reoccurring thing, like a like a game day or like a day of fate or something like that, they're probably gonna be lightly attended until word gets out. So expect like low numbers in the beginning. There's gonna be some struggle. You're gonna work on how to broadcast it out to enough people. There's also gonna be a lot more variance in people who show up event to event. Because again, since you're not directly recruiting people, Somebody who shows up one month for your event um, and has a good time, they may become a regular and show up all the time. Other people may um, only be able to show up every now and then. Other people are just going to show up once and not show up you know, after that. And then you could run into scaling issues, uh, actually in both directions. So you could have like not enough people show up and not really know what to do, or you could have way too many people show up. And so you, so you need to be prepared for how you're going to scale. Okay, a few tips. First of all, use social media to create your event and broadcast it. Now, this is one where I am a huge fan of using Facebook. Because you can actually broadcast it out beyond a group. Like, you can actually push it out there for people to see. And you can actually take the event and share it. Like, out to your friends, that kind of thing. I like... I like the idea like create your platform, create your event on one platform, like create it in Facebook, but use other platforms to broadcast it, but link back to that location. Like what you don't want to do is you don't want to have, you don't want to have an event on Facebook plus trying to collect a list of names or a headcount on Twitter and another one like in G plus because you either going to get overlap or you're going to have to kind of like remember to go from like social platform to social platform to collect all the information. So rather instead, again, if you build it, they will come put your event in one place and then use other social media to link back to it so that you're driving your Twitter followers into your Facebook event. You're driving your G plus people into Facebook. Listen, don't think that people only have one social platform. We live in the modern age. Almost all of us have multiple platforms. As soon as I say that, there's somebody out there who's like, listen to this podcast. Who's like, no, I don't. I only have Twitter. I only ever use Twitter. It's okay. The rest of us. be me
1: and have like a bajillion Twitter accounts apparently. The
0: rest of us all use the other ones. Okay. And a lot of times you can just anonymously sign up anyway. Or guest Mm -hmm. sign up. All right. Ask people to help get the word out. Because you have to broadcast this, the more people who are talking about it and sharing it, the better your chances of attracting people. So create your event and you share it. Then go ask all your friends to also go share it so that it propagates outward. Create a mailing list for people who want updates. So you're going to initially attract people using your social media event, but eventually you're going to start to have some regulars. And so it's helpful if you actually make it like a mailing list where you can reach those people directly. And we'll actually talk in a second like that's actually like a little hybrid, a direct plus broadcast, but make a mailing list. I typically have seen this done where a list gets passed around at the event. So like, if you're interested in knowing more, just sign up. Do you put something on your list that says you're not going to, you know, spam people? You're not going to sell this list or anything like that. People sometimes get touchy about, you and, know, putting their email down.
1: And then don't.
0: Right. And then don't. So <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then don't do it. Right. So yes, not only, not only say it on the list, but then yeah, don't do that. Don't okay. actually do that. Correct. Don't sell <laughs> anyway. Um, that's a good way to then be able to reach out directly to those individuals. Okay. Make sure you've got some options, flexibility in your event, since you don't have a good idea about head count. So like for day of fate, what Glenn, who organizes the event, does is he actually recruits a number of GMs, but not everybody needs to run. All the GMs are prepared to run, and then it's basically however many people show up, we divide it up into tables, and then we go from there. So sometimes a, some, a person who's set up to GM uh, may get to play instead because they don't need a third GM you know, to run a table. So have that option to be able to basically burst out for larger events or shrink down for smaller events have some kind of handout or business card to give people uh, that attend this way. They take something home that has the name of the event. It's going to help them remember it. Um, So for instance, for Savage, Savage Sundays and day of fate, uh, both of them have custom tokens that have the name of the, the group on it. And that's a good way to kind of have people remember like, Oh, I have this cool token from that event. I went to, Oh, I wonder when that event's coming up next. Um, Or business cards or postcards, something like that. Like, have something that people Mm -hmm. can put their hands on. Uh, like
1: panda hats. Those seem to be very effective. Panda
0: hats are super effective if you're marketing a podcast. Yeah. (laughs) You can use them for your game days as well. Just, you know, also put our podcast info on Exactly.
1: Right. Yep. It's bit.ly slash capital M, capital M, capital P, (laughs) A-N-D-A. Aw, there we go.
0: Okay. You can all, and like I said before, you can also mix these approaches. So you can have a core group that you directly contact and just, you can use, like, these could be the people that you picked up on the mailing list, or this could be like your cl- your close group of friends. And you actually just specifically tell those people, like, uh, game day is on this day at this store. And then you can also do the attraction method where after you've contacted that core group of people, you throw it out to the world and, and where this works out well is if your core group of people, like let's say you're doing an RPG event, if your core group of people are all GMs, um, then they can be prepared to run. And then Mm -hmm. however many people show up, you know, you have basically five times the number of GMs or, you know, even bigger. If you can run larger swing, larger tables, which we've talked about in a previous episode as well.
1: Okay. Talked about that. Yeah.
0: And then finally with the attraction method, be patient and let it grow. There's going to it's gonna it's gonna start slowly, or it's gonna start like gangbusters, and then it's gonna like it's gonna drop off after the first couple of events. Mm-hmm. So, um, or it's gonna be slow to start. It's almost always one of those two. Um, it's going to ebb and flow in attendance, like especially if you're doing a reoccurring game day, like for instance. December may not be a great time uh, for game day because Mm. your game day may be butting up too close to holidays and people like they want to go, but they're got family events or Christmas shopping and things like that. Or your game days in August and it's near Gen Con and you know, you're going to, you may miss a chunk of people. So um, just know that there are going to be these ebbs and flows. Like you're just going to have certain months where it works. And there's a lot of people in certain months where it's, it's not going to be a lot. And then you may find that um, uh, different times of the year work better. Like uh, maybe you get a lot of people in the winter because there are like, you live in a place where there's a lot of outdoor activities, but in the winter people aren't doing them, but come summer uh, your attendance drops because everybody is out at the beach or hiking or something like that. Just be cognizant that um, times of the year, months of the year, different events uh, can influence who's going to attend one of these events. And then just adjust accordingly. Sometimes people just don't have one in the month of December because, for instance, I think Day of Fate is the third, the third Sunday of a month, and when you get Eek. to December, that uh-uh. third Sunday is like like the week before Christmas, and it's you know somebody's no. somebody's Christmas shopping or family event or whatever. Yeah. So sometimes it's just okay not to have the event.
1: Pain okay. Killer month.
0: Yeah. Now, since we're talking about the passing of seasons, we can then pass gracefully into the closing of the show.
1: Oh, well done. (laughs) Well done indeed. Thank you.
0: (laughs) Say, Senda, where do people find us out on the Internet?
1: Well, you can find us on Twitter at Pandas Talk Games, or you can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Pandas Talk Games. Or you can drop us an email directly, panda at misdirectedmark.com. And, Phil, once people have found us in one of those locations, what can they do?
0: Please, please, please send us your topics. Sometimes we actually do the topic that you asked, and sometimes we just (laughs) do a topic that I think you asked, but I was so excited about, I just prepped it anyway. Um, But, hey, we like both. In fact, we actually don't pick our own topics for the show, so uh, we don't come up with our own topics, so we kind of really need you guys to keep feeding us topics. Yeah, uh, We have a wonderful list of them so far, but we can never have too many topics for us to discuss. There's actually never enough times for us to be on the mics hanging out and being <laughs> silly with with you guys. So please keep feeding us topics because um, we we do very much enjoy that, and we hope that you're enjoying it as well. Senda, besides sending us topics, what can people do with that awesome uh, Twitter handle or some of our other social media when they're out gaming?
1: Well, the next time you are sitting at a gaming table, snap a selfie of you and those awesome people and post it on the social media of your choice and hashtag it table selfie, just like Angela, queen of the table selfies. I mean,
0: you're never going to get as many pictures as Angela does, but you could try.
1: (laughs) Right, but we still want to see, even if you're not Angela, we still really want to see that cool, awesome game that you're playing, because we love to see people playing games and having fun, and uh, and like what your table looks like, and it's just really cool, you guys. And I you, forgot to take a table selfie of Unicorn Riders, because I was so damn invested, I forgot.
0: You did. I actually forgot to take a table <laughs> selfie of my Masks game this, this week, The Neighborhood Watch.
1: Yeah. A- man. A-
0: anyway... Do that, do that. We like that. And we'll, we'll we try to do it as well. Mm-hmm. If you like what we do here on this show or elsewhere on the Misdirected Mark Network, you can always support us monetarily at our Patreon campaign. You can go to patreon.com slash MMP. You get a whole bunch of stuff for being a patron.
1: So many things. Yeah. I mean, you get,
0: you get our bonus outtakes from this show, which is the, <laughs> a, the <laughs> additional <laughs> hilarity that we couldn't stuff into one show. Um, you get sent us song parodies. Uh, of which um, ah. the Steven Universe um, theme one is going to be a thing. I promise you. Ah, um, yeah, now I get
1: to find the karaoke music. It's so good.
0: It. It's so good. It will be a thing. I promise you people, this will happen. Um, you get access to the Mr. <laughs> Mark um, after show, pre-production show notes, the Slack Room for Life, other cool free bonus thingies that we work on and toss out to, the, to our patrons. It's all around just a good time. And it's a great way to uh, kind of help us. There are things we actually have to pay for to keep these shows alive, and so it goes a long way into actually making that possible. And one of the other things we do with our patrons is we shout out to them. Sendy, yes, do you want to do. do you want to shout out to our patrons?
1: I would love to shout out to our patrons. Hey, GM Gerrymander, thank you so much, dude.
0: GM Gerrymander also posts table selfies um, ah, in in his yeah. awesome game room. His he his totally downstairs does. game room pretty much kicks yes. ass. Okay. Yes. Onward. Switch oh, uh, Frazier Simons. I don't know if Frazier's done any table selfies for us, but um, That's but true. you should. I don't
1: know either. You what? should, and you're still awesome, and thank you.
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: Yeah. And Troy Pitchelman of Cypher Speak. Who trolls you quite
0: awesome, awesome quite frequently oh, on God. his own show.
1: It's not the only show that I get trolled on these days, and I blame you because no one knew. How bad my pop culture was until you started revealing it to the world.
0: <laughs> I may be responsible for that. If you can't support the show monetarily, or you already are supporting monetarily, send a what's the way to give a podcaster a hug?
1: Well, you can leave us a rating or review on iTunes. And what happens when you do that is two things. Um, firstly, it actually kind of helps people out in terms of finding our show on the iTunes store because, you know, we're called pandas talking games and so people don't necessarily think to search for the search term panda when they want to hear about rpgs so it helps us out in terms of moving up the page ranks on that other games page and it also means that i go crazy on the social media with many 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 caps locks well not really just in social media i also go crazy in real life but um you don't get to experience that because most of you are not in colorado so um, there's many capital letters whenever there's a review because I get really giddy. There's nothing so I like
0: more than being in a meeting and then my <laughs> phone just starts blowing up and I flip it over and I look and it's like, you have Phil, 30 Phil, messages Phil, from Phil, Twitter.
1: Phil, 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 yes. Phil. Oh, it was really, really good when I got the entire Slack Room for Life to do it with oh,
0: me. <laughs> oh, I thoroughly appreciated that in the middle of my meeting. Yes, thank you. Good thing I keep that phone on vibrate
1: mischievous payback for all the pop-splaining, I say. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so you should leave us a review, because it's fun.
0: Indeed. Say, Senda, show me how you're going to make up your list of guests for your next gaming event.
1: This show is a joint production of she's a super geek and misdirected mark Productions the media arm of encoded designs got show me what you 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 got
0: show me what you got me got I was mine was silly though I, and it wasn't really finished out yet it was just like I am Phil demigod of of dice and 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 planning <laughs> hero (laughs) hero of 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 man i mean and and women and women i mean (laughs) it's not it's not a guy girl thing it's it's both
1: (laughs) right so shall we uh
0: show should we show bro do you you even
1: show this bro do you even show Do you even show bro do you even show bro (laughs) did you actually
0: have a waveform song am i just jamming up all the audio at this point Ladies and gentlemen, the Waveform Theater 2017 season returns once again, starring Miss Senda.
1: If you're evil and you're on the rise, you can count on the two of us taking you down. Cause we're good and evil never beats us, we'll win the day and then go out for pizzas. We are the Waveform Friends. We'll always talk some games, and it's mostly about those one-shots and campaigns. That's why the people of... oh, wait. (laughs) That's why the pandas of this world believe in Skill Monkey, Smash Man, and Phil and Sanda! (laughs) told you I had one,
0: right? You now have, you actually now have to actually record that as a bonus with the actual <laughs> music. It's so good.
1: Well, I think with it, there's there's a couple of rhymey words that need to need to be fixed. Okay, like, but you
0: need to actually that one needs to actually be a, like a <coughs> that needs to go out into the world.
1: Oh, so you mean I should do the rest of the extended one too? Because that's just like the first little a, chunk. At and then that, and then it, that, and then it. it goes yes. um, you know, something like I don't remember uh if you could only know something, something, something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, don't do it right now. We have a show to record. But... <laughs> oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. Show, show. You're right. Show. Yeah. Bloop. Show.
0: All right. Do you want mm. to do you the thing where we do the thing?
1: Which thing? Meow.
0: Oh, yeah. So many of those things. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> meow. Meow.
0: Mm. Do like the smoky.
1: Yeah, no, but you start this one. <laughs> Actually, waiting for you to start this one. Oh, I was being quiet, I and everything. You were just making cat noises.
0: <laughs> oh, you want me to actually start the show?
1: Right? No, I was being quiet and everything.
0: It's so hard to tell when you're being quiet.
1: I know. Last time you were telling me I was playing Peekaboo with you. <laughs> what? That happened. Bloop.
0: Okay, I'm gonna do this. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna do this. Like yeah. I'm gonna do this like Leroy Jenkins. All right, here we go.
1: <laughs> you can't say that and then expect me not to laugh at you.
0: I thought you were being quiet.
1: I was being quiet, but then you said you were going to do it like Leroy Jenkins. I want to hear you do. Hey, Senda, like Leroy Jenkins. Let's hear it. I no, hear it. I had I, the
0: people it. sleeping. It's too late. I can't okay, do. It. I can't do, do it like
1: quiet. You can do the fake yell.
0: Okay. Um. Hey, Senda.
1: <laughs>
0: <See? laughs> I mean, it would be so much better if I could just yell, but with two sleeping kids, that's not going to work. I know to work in
1: the other room, too. Okay. Meow. Meow.
0: Bloop. Hey. Oh, that was no good. I kind of stumbled over <laughs> it. Cracked on the on hay. The, hey. <clears throat> that's what you you for making me do the Leroy Jenkins thing.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. Bloop.
0: <clears throat> All right, we're going to try this again. Okay, ready?
1: Moving, moving right along. Yep. Is there, any other, <clears throat> is there any
0: other stories you want to tell me before I meow again? <clears throat>
1: sorry that sentence that sentence was funny um i don't know
0: no that's an out that's a that's a that's an out uh what you call it out of tech out of quote context out of what, context what? Quote. <laughs> Is there any more stories you want to tell before i meow again i <laughs> <laughs> need to go out on twitter
1: ah uh, um you got it
0: <laughs> we're gonna wait for a second so senda can tweet that
1: we're heard at DNA Phil, this is great. Everybody's gonna see this tweet, and then like, you know what's really you know, exciting week, for that?
0: You know what's really exciting? They're gonna for the hear that us listening? talking about it yeah. in the
1: outtakes.
0: Actually, people are like waiting for you to tweet so we can start the show.
1: <laughs> what did you say? Can you said, do?
0: Do you have you any, more, have stories any more stories before I meow
1: again? <laughs> before I meow again?
0: Just leave that right there. That's how the show gets made. <laughs>
1: Man, Organizing again? Yes, 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 no, yes. No, no, no. But are we gonna actually talk about the thing this time? Well, yes, this time,
0: <laughs> finally. <laughs> boom, boom. Future Senda, please put the music here like you didn't know.
1: Oh, you kind of really Kermit-headed again. Thanks. Just like you were bringing it back.
0: Right, I'm bringing it back. Bring it back the yeah. bringing back the, the Kermit head, baby. Yes. That will have its own explanation <laughs> later in the outtakes. <laughs>
1: Bloop. So.
0: Get buttons. So, so... buttons. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was, no, I was starting. You weren't.
0: You weren't. You, weren't. you were going <laughs> I so. <did> the
1: thing. <laughs> so.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Bloop. Uh, you want to take another crack I at that opening? Yeah, I'm mean, going to take another <laughs> crack at that opening. Hey, you know, whatever um so in that case do you back up the game like move the event time do you cancel the event i'm sorry backup game i totally misread that
0: like do you have another game like, do you have another you know, yes. back the no, game
1: i know beep 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 <laughs> beep beep. <laughs> beep careful that game's backing up
0: senda i love i love playing fate but it turns like a pig like i can't I, can I can never turn it around I need something zippier. <laughs> oh my god. I don't know. I prefer that is the like... handling on a Powered by the Apocalypse game. But oh I find my... D&D so roomy.
1: And <laughs> 5th edition still has that new car smell. That's right. <laughs> new game smell.
0: I love new game smell. Bloop. Senda. Where, where does that come from?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you just put that in there so you could ask me that, didn't you? Uh, this, no. is, this is the you talkie part. You're just supposed to keep talking.
0: If you build it, they will come.
1: Um Field of Dreams. Yes! Yes <laughs> came back to me.
0: You, you know what that movie's about, right? <sighs> Bloop. You might run out of chips. Anyway. And then you Possible. would need it and then you would need to back up your games. Beep beep. Okay. <laughs>
1: Never gonna live that down.
0: Never gonna live it down. Never gonna let it go. I'm oh gonna keep God, making fun no, of you. No. Send a
1: Why? <laughs> Show me what you got. Show me what you know. got. I don't have a witty reply ever for these things because I didn't have Show time me. to plan for it. What you got? <laughs> That's how the song goes. No, it doesn't. <sighs> no, and then, boy, come closer. Don't you want to something, something, something? Yeah, I don't know. You're right? Yeah, I don't know.
0: Hey, I got. I. I mean, you got to snip out that Rick Astley piece in the middle of the uh, show. Like that was good.
1: Rick Astley.
0: Oh my God! You... <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Bloop. Die. Oh my God! <laughs> Do you not know the origin of the rickroll?
1: No, I know the sound. Okay, Do you not I'm
0: know seeing...
1: the song? No, I know the song. I have seen the whole thing. It's okay. Rickroll. I know. <laughs> I'm sure you right. I know. I know. We- I know.
0: Okay, like I did the song right in I know. the show.
1: I know, you did.
0: No, no, you say that.
1: But no, you, you bu- did, I know,
0: I know. No, did. no, you had this no, blank put look it, on your face. We put it what?
1: in Soth, remember? It was in Soth. I Rickrolled my entire podcast audience.
0: No, I understand that you would understand the
1: Rickroll.
0: <laughs> I'm questioning whether you understand the, the reason behind the Rickroll. I mean, you get that, like, his voice doesn't match his look.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, that's that's see, that's the Rick roll, right? Because <laughs> when because back in the eighties, when when music was only just coming on to TV,
1: uh-huh.
0: you heard the song on the radio and had to wait for the video to come out, and so like when the video came out, we all were like. That's Rick Astley? Really? <laughs> that doesn't sound like the guy who's singing the song. Like hence the Rickroll. <laughs> this pop-splaining moment
1: so, has I'm been so brought to you By my pop filter right now. I can't even.
0: <laughs> this pop-splaining moment has been brought to you by Phil. No. In 1986 maybe.
1: I, I was think. 4. You're old.
0: Oh, wait. Was it 86? Maybe 87. Oh, it was 87. I was so close.
1: I was five. You're old. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Bloop. Never gonna let you down. Bloop. We go to somebody else's. All right, so we go to the one shot. We go to the <laughs> one shot event. And then like in the mid we go in the one-shot event with our panda uh-huh. hoodies on, but like uh-huh. with the hoods down.
1: Uh-huh. And then
0: like the Team Rocket thing, we like put our hoodies put up. up. <laughs> like that's like the ripping off of our disguise, like we put the hoodies or, like, up.
1: Put the hood up yeah. and be like, we're taking over this panel.
0: <laughs> Hang out, I'm totally looking for Prepare for trouble.
1: Yes. And make, make it, it double.
0: double. <laughs> Oh my God! I'm I'm totally replacing all these. I'm totally replacing all of these words. Oh, this is so happening.
1: Sweet! I can't wait.
0: Oh my God! That's your task. Oh God! That hang on. I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna put it on my list. Don't let me forget before we uh, before we finish. <laughs> yeah. All right, we gotta run. Say goodbye. Yeah, we gotta
1: do this. Bye.
0: Bye.